Hey guys, welcome back to Fiction Fixation. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. This week, we will be recapping the 2008 movie, Maid of Honor, starring Patrick Dempsey, Michelle Monaghan, and Kevin McKidd. Who's Kevin Mc- McKidd? It's Owen from Grey's Anatomy. Oh my God, I didn't know. Wow. Yeah, that... his name is his name is Kevin. I, that's, he does not look like a Kevin. No. Okay, so first of all, where has this movie been my whole life? You've never seen it? I've never seen it. And I don't know. I loved it. It was it was so 2008. Did you get a good look at how young Patrick Dempsey looks at the beginning of the movie? Like that's some serious like stage makeup because he looks older for the rest of the movie, but he looks so young at the beginning. Right. Well, because Patrick Dempsey, he plays Tom. And mm-hmm. Tom is at his senior year of college. He's at a Halloween party. He's dressed up yes. as Bill Clinton. And there's like 47 Monica Lewinsky's. Yeah. If this came out in 2008, isn't it wild that people were still dressing up as Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky in the 2000s? Because that was like in the 90s. So this took place, the college party at the beginning took place like 10 years before that. Okay, gotcha. So it was like 1998. Right. Okay. That makes sense. That was in the heyday of that. Mm -hmm. Prime Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky. Right. (laughs) Right. So Tom, with his big plastic Bill Clinton head, he arranges a secret little, you know, sneaky link with one of the Monica's at the party. So here's Tom dressed as Bill Clinton entering a dorm room that's not his to hook up with Monica. Courtney, this is a new type of meet cute that we've never seen before because Tom snuggles up in the bed against the girl that he thinks Mm -hmm. is his hookup. And it just happens to be the girl's roommate. It's not the girl. And so yeah. this poor girl was sleeping and a random guy just crawled into her bed. She obviously freaks out. She wakes up swinging and screaming and grabs the first thing she can to defend herself, which is the bottle of Eternity by Calvin Klein that she repeatedly <laughs> sprays into his face. Right in his eyeball, as she should. Mm-hmm. This is a different kind of meat cute. Some might call it burglary, but, you know, tomato, tomato. <laughs> Oh, it's like breaking and entering. Yeah, breaking and entering. The girl whose bed Tom got into, her name is Hannah. And Hannah Mm -hmm. is roommates with the Monica that Tom was supposed to meet with. Tom's confused. She's confused. She's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Tom. I'm here for Monica. She told me that you would be at the library because you're a nerd. (laughs) Yeah. It turns out Hannah knows Tom because he has a reputation around school. For being a hoe. For being a hoe. It's the kind of reputation that makes a boy's life and breaks Mm -hmm. a girl's life, unfortunately. Mm, The double standard. Because of the double standard. So they go down to like one of the common areas and he's washing his eye out and they're talking. He compares her to a dog. He said, you have that look in your eyes that dogs have the second before their owner puts down their food bowl. I think he meant it as a compliment. But Mm -hmm. what I wonder is, how is this guy getting lucky so often when he has zero game? Maybe it's the hair. Yeah, he did have nice hair. It's the swagger, maybe? (laughs) So fast forward 10 years, Tom is Mm -hmm. now a rich businessman because he invented what's called a coffee collar. It's something we've all heard of and we've all used. It's the little cardboard sleeve mm-hmm. that goes around hot coffee cups so you don't burn yourself. Right. And so apparently he gets 10 cents every time somebody uses one. And when you think about 
in the whole world how many of these things are being ordered at coffee shops. Mm -hmm. He has a lot. He's filthy rich. He is banking. But honestly, I would think that those would only cost about 10 cents each or less. I mean, are we really going to get into the shark tank no, what element I'm saying, No, what I'm saying is, is that I don't feel like the filmmakers really did their research about <laughs> economics here. Okay. I'm just saying, completely unrealistic. Courtney's going to write a very strong worded letter to the... They're going to be like, what is this? They probably don't even remember this movie. She's like, you are incorrect. It's like the fragile men taking the time out of their day to go comment on our TikToks about how we're the inferior sex. <laughs> like, you're the one that seems pretty pressed about it, my dude. Yeah. Um, guys, if you are not on our TikTok, please go over there because we landed on the wrong side of TikTok at one point. It was a rough few days. <laughs> We landed on Fragile Male Ego TikTok. Yeah. They were not happy about some of our opinions. Right. Side note, we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers on TikTok so that we can go live. So if you can yes. go over there and subscribe and get your friends to subscribe, that would be awesome. So 10 years later, Tom and Hannah are still friends, like inexplicably. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine they have a lot in common. No, they don't seem to have a lot in common, but they are still friends. They're best friends. And they have a weekly Fred date. Tom is a, a hoe for life. <laughs> and he was going over all these rules he has for dating women. He doesn't do back-to-backs, but he also doesn't do more than once a week. So if he goes out with you on Monday, he can't go out with you again until the following Monday. But also, he the back-to-backs only count in the same week. If he does Sunday, he can also do Monday Anyways, dude has like an employee handbook, all right? Yeah, you know what? For somebody who's trying to come off as this eligible bachelor who can't be tied down, he seems to put a lot of thought into mm -hmm. engaging with women. It's not giving unbothered. You know what I mean? He seems no, very it's bothered. He has a schedule. <laughs> he has rules. Yeah. And he's like, that's my Tuesday chick. Yeah. You know? But... The chemistry between Tom and Hannah right off the bat is just chef's kiss. Hannah seems to find his misogyny charming, which I, I, you know, I take that back. I don't know if it's so much misogyny because it's not that he's sleeping around because he doesn't respect women. I think he just doesn't respect commitment. <laughs> you know what? It, it's not misogyny. It's trauma. It's trauma. You're right. He doesn't need a date. He needs a therapist, which honestly, I feel like telling men that they have trauma actually hurts worse. It stings more mm -hmm. than saying they're misogynist. Right. Because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah, you're you're just being so emotional. Right. That you can't see clearly. It's OK. That's so true, because the more they try to argue against that, the more they're proving mm -hmm. the point. Like imagine them throwing yeah. a fit like it's not trauma. And they like flip over a desk and you're like, oh, honey. <laughs> You're just acting out right now because you want to feel heard and seen. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, Tom probably gets a lot of his views on relationships from his dad, mm -hmm. who has been married like six times. Yeah. Tom actually invites Hannah to go to his dad's sixth wedding with him. Hannah and Tom are at the wedding. 
And one of his stalkers are there. So he forces Hannah to the dance floor to kind of, Mm -hmm. I don't know what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to deter his stalker somehow. Well, I guess it gives the illusion of him being busy. Okay. I guess Tom is hoping that stalker chick will see him with another woman dancing Mm -hmm. and not approach, Mm -hmm. um, which it deters her 0%. Yeah. What's interesting is that while Hannah and Tom are dancing, they have a talk that's very non-platonic for two people who have been friends for 10 years. They're talking about love. Well, they talk about the first time that they met. Hannah asks him why he didn't try to sleep with her that first time they met. He said, I wanted to, but you seem disgusted Mm -hmm. with my general existence. Like, the fact that I existed just seemed to piss you off. Then Hannah asks, and this is to me very interesting. She says, well, why haven't you tried since? Girl, is that not an invitation? That is an invitation. And he, it completely goes over his head. He completely doesn't see it as like her having feelings for him which is so obvious that she does. Or does he see it and he's just choosing to be blissfully ignorant to it? No, and there's this moment where they're dancing, again, to deter Tom Stalker, and Hannah puts her head on his shoulder. Dude, you could see the feelings. You could see the feelings, Mm -hmm. like she's catching feelings. But the second that the stalker walks away, Tom goes, okay, we can stop. And Hannah looks so disappointed that he wasn't in the moment the way she was. Oh, well, see, I think he was purposely not in the moment. I think for the longest time, every time he had a tiny little worm of a feeling for Hannah, he was like, persona non nookie. Mm-hmm. No. Well, men are so good at compartmentalizing and you could see this with him. And it's funny because he even talks about it with his buddies. He has this group of guys, they all play basketball together. And he tells mm-hmm. the guys how he has the best situation because he gets comfort and stability from Hannah. Hannah, but Mm -hmm. then he gets sex from all these other women. Yeah. He's like, it's the best setup ever. One of his friends is like, hey, man, you know, like that ain't going to last forever. Right. Side note, isn't it funny how men can't just sit somewhere and talk about their feelings? They have to be doing something. Yeah. Like we're playing basketball. (laughs) You know what? As long as they're talking about them, I guess I don't care if they're doing it while playing basketball or mowing the grass, you know? You're right. It's very obvious that Tom is using Hannah as like an emotional fidget spinner Mm -hmm. because it's so convenient for him to have this woman who loves him and is invested in his life and is always there to support him. But he doesn't have to try with her. He doesn't have Mm -hmm. kind of all the ups and downs of a romantic relationship. And Mm -hmm. that's so unfair to her. Uh, Yeah. And like I said, one of his friends points it out. Tom says this is the best situation ever. And they're like, for you, not for Hannah. Right. On one of Hannah and Tom's Sunday dates, Hannah tells Tom that she actually got the museum she works for to add another piece to the collection of art there. They chose her to go on an acquisitions trip to Scotland. And Tom's like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. You're going to have so much fun. How long are you going to be gone? He's probably in his mind thinking like, okay, she'll be gone for like a week maybe. Mm -hmm. No, Hannah's going to be gone for six weeks, a month and a half. And Tom's like, what? What? He is not okay with this. Mm -mm. So Hannah leaves and almost immediately you could see Tom like deteriorating without her because Mm -hmm. there's a montage of him dating a bunch of women and he looks increasingly annoyed with them. He keeps trying to do things that he would normally do with Hannah going to this bakery, going to this Chinese restaurant and ordering food. And none of these women are really like, none of them are Hannah. So none of them are doing what Hannah would normally do. Mm -hmm. 
they keep missing each other's phone calls. He's like staying awake in the middle of the night to wait for her to call. He's calling her in the middle of the night. The thing is like phone reception in the early 2000s was like notoriously bad to the point where there were commercials about it. Remember? Like, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. So they barely talk throughout this six weeks. So Tom doesn't really know what's going on with Hannah. Like he doesn't know Uh what she's up to in Scotland. No, he has zero clue. What he does have a clue about And I'm proud of him for realizing it. During one of his basketball games, Tom confides to his friends, I think I have feelings for Hannah. It's so cute how invested his friends are in his love life and emotional well-being. Like, it's so adorable. But yeah, he tells his friends, like, you know what? I just realized these last six weeks haven't been the same. And I really think, you know, I want to date her. So when Hannah comes back, I'm going to tell her that I have feelings for her. All of his friends are like rallying behind him. I know. They're so cute. They're they're the ride or dies. When Hannah is coming back, she leaves him a message and she's like, I'll be back tomorrow. We have to have dinner. I have so much to tell you. Mm-hmm. Tom's getting all pretty. He mm-hmm. goes through like four different shirt options before he finally settles on one. Yeah. Um, he stops and buys flowers. He's going to tell her, like, I want to be with you. Right. He's working himself up to this big revelation. But when he gets to the restaurant, Hannah walks up to him holding hands with a gorgeous, gorgeous guy. It is Kevin McKidd who plays Owen Hunt in Grey's Anatomy. Tom is so flustered when he sees Hannah with this guy that he Mm -hmm. crashes into one of the waiters and like plates and food go everywhere. It's like he tries to run away at first. He sees her with another dude and he just tries to like bolt. Eventually they get settled down at a table. Hannah's new dude, whose name is Colin, he has a Scottish accent. Can we blame her for being digmatized by a big buff Scottish dude that saved her life? I don't, we can't. She tells Tom the story of how her and Colin met, which is that she was Mm -hmm. stuck in a car on a road in a thunderstorm. There were like cows blocking the road and Colin rode up on a horse and he saved her. And then after that, they were just inseparable in Scotland. He showed her all the beautiful places and they got to know each other and fell in love. Mm-hmm. And Colin says when the time came for her to go back to America, he was like, I couldn't let her go. So I got down on one knee and proposed. And it's not like they're getting married in a year. Dude, they're getting married in like what? Like two months? Two weeks. Two weeks. Holy cow. Dude, why the rush? I don't know. But they're getting married in two weeks. And then since Tom is Hannah's bestie, she's like, you have to be my maid of honor. Obviously, Tom agrees. He knows nothing about being a maid of honor. So Tom is back with his friends playing basketball and his friends are all making fun of him. And they tell him like, dude, you need to be the maid of honor because you need to be on the inside of this wedding so you can win her back, like do whatever it takes. Yeah, they tell him that he needs to, you know, be close to the situation. Mm -hmm. And at first, his first line of attack is to find dirt on Colin. Find dirt on Colin to prove that he's not a good guy. Give that information to Hannah and then she'll break up with him. Easy peasy. Unfortunately, after a private investigator investigates him, there is no dirt right on Colin. Colin is perfect. So, <laughs> yeah, Colin is perfect. So Hannah asks, 
Tom if he could entertain Colin because her family's coming into town for some wedding stuff. So Tom has to bring Colin with him to the basketball game. And I think he sees this as an opportunity to kind of show him up because he's like, this is my turf. These are my friends. This little Scottish guy knows nothing about (laughs) basketball. The guys are like, hey, man, you know, we're playing basketball. Are you familiar with the game? And Colin's like, in Scotland, it's called netball. And it's actually more of a woman's sport. So I can't (laughs) say that I have any um, experience with it. He's not being a douche when he says this. No. He is so genuine. But yeah, so they start playing basketball and at first Colin sucks because he doesn't know what he's doing until at one point Colin accidentally dunks the basketball and the other guys go insane. They're like, wow, you can dunk. That's incredible. And Colin just says, why don't you guys do it? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's because we can't. Right. Like if we, we can- are not able to do that. So from that point forward, Colin starts dunking the ball in every time and he essentially ends up winning the game. So Tom is not happy. Nope, not happy because he thought he was going to like embarrass him when really Tom just got embarrassed. Yeah, and I think the embarrassment continues because after the game, all the guys, you know, they go in the shower and mm-hmm. I don't know if this, does this happen in real life? Do guys just like shower around each other like this? I don't know. Because women don't do this. Mm-mm. So there's this big shower Colin is in there lathering up and all the guys walk in and they all do a double take. Yeah. So apparently Colin has a huge old dong. Things are looking worse and worse for Tom. And his friends even kind of tell Tom that they're like, listen, between his Scottish accent, the fact that the dude's like basically Scottish royalty We forgot to mention that's another bomb that Mm -hmm. Hannah drops on him is the fact that Colin is not just a regular Scottish guy. He's actually a duke. He owns Mm -hmm. several castles in Scotland. You know, just a a little extra spice in there that he didn't even need. So Tom decides instead of trying to discredit Colin, he is going to show Hannah everything that she's not going to like about Scotland. He makes Hannah's wedding shower scotland themed and he finds all of the grossest weirdest like little scotland foods that he could find everything that he knows that hannah is not going to like he makes it part of the wedding shower and i guess hannah's really picky about like animal rights and so one of the hors d'oeuvres that he has is like a little canapé with lamb lung oh my goodness no thank you and she's like not happy she's like what the hell tom and he's like it's part of the culture you're marrying into one of hannah's bridesmaids kind of sabotages tom by suggesting a a quote performer he doesn't Mm. know that this woman is gonna do a presentation on like sex toys essentially and when the woman opens up the chest to show all of these sex toys Hannah is mortified because her mom is there. Her grandma is there. Grandma is just front row center for the dodos. The grandmother is really sweet and clueless. And she gets like a string of glow in the dark anal beads. And she thinks they're a necklace and she wears them around her neck. Yeah, and she loves them. It's her new favorite necklace. Well, no one tells her what they are. It's like, are how you going to could- tell Nana what they are? <laughs> Honestly, yes. I would tell her rather than let her walk around with it. You're going to be like, Nana, those don't go around your neck. Those are supposed to go in your booty. Those go up your butt. (laughs) 
the fact that they even clasp like a necklace is like, I don't get that, but okay. I don't get it either, but you know what? It's making Nana happy. Let her have the Thunder Bead necklace. Tom's friends, again, are super sweet. They are really helping him out as far as being a a maid of honor because obviously Mm -hmm. Tom doesn't know what he's doing. His friends get him all these magazines. They even get him like an instructional video on how to be a maid of honor. Yes. I thought it was so sweet. They're playing basketball and they're quizzing him like a good maid of honor does what? (laughs) Just going back and forth with all these things. Like the male bonding experience seems to be an adorable thing when you actually think about it, you know? I guess the plan is that Tom is going to impress Hannah with all of his knowledge and and Mm -hmm. his commitment to being a maid of honor because he has some reputation mending to do when it comes to Hannah because Hannah sees him as this player fuckboy and he wants to show her that he is husband material. But to be fair to Hannah, he is a player fuckboy. He is, yeah. If it walks like a fuckboy and talks like a fuckboy, it's probably a fuckboy. If it quacks like a fuckboy. <laughs> yeah. So he actually takes her China shopping. He's like, what you need to think about, he's like spouting memorized lines from mm-hmm. the video. So he's definitely impressing her with all of his knowledge on China his plan kind of goes awry because Hannah spots a lingerie store and she's like, oh my gosh, you have to help me pick out the lingerie for the wedding night, which Tom is not interested in doing. Yeah, he's like, absolutely not. He does not want to help with that. But she drags him in there and now he has to watch her try on sexy lingerie. Yeah, she even says, who has taken off more lingerie than you? And he's like, you got me there. Okay, listen, Hannah knows what she's doing. Okay, give me a break. She comes out of the dressing room wearing this dark red corset bustier Mm -hmm. with thigh highs and a whip. (laughs) I'm sorry. What kind of wedding is this? (laughs) We're not here to kink shame. I just feel like maybe the whip was an unnecessary prop when showing Tom. Right. Tom tells her, no, 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 that's that's horrible. That's not sexy at all. No, take it. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't wear that. Go change. Go put your clothes on now. So the next day, Hannah is getting ready to go to Scotland for the wedding because the wedding is coming up very soon. And she tells Tom that she's not coming back to New York. She's moving to Scotland. And mm-hmm. and side note, this is kind of weird. This is your best friend and you're just now springing this news on him. I feel like that's something you should have brought up before the day before you leave. Tom gets this pep talk from his dude bros. Tom's like, I can't do this. I can't go to this wedding. And they're like, who are you? You're Tom. Tom is amazing. They're like, what are you going to do? And he's like, be the best maid of honor ever. What else are you going to do? Steal the bride. (laughs) Right. Tom goes off to Scotland for the wedding. The shots of Scotland are a dream. Girl, you know what I was thinking? The air Mm. there, it must smell so fresh. And then I thought about Colin, like he's coming from Scotland. And he said he went to New York City. Does this guy think the air in America just smells like piss? Because New York City smells like piss. Dude, when I think of what Ireland smells like, (laughs) I think of Irish spring soap. I know, know. just like a crisp 
clean smell and then you go to New York City and it's just like it smells like a turd. I'm going to New York City this summer so I will let you know if it smells like a turd. New Orleans smells like piss. Yeah well New York City definitely. I mean that's my hometown but we've got to keep it real. You know if we can't criticize the things we love then we can't criticize anything else you know. Yeah for sure. Tom goes to Scotland and Mm -hmm. he is told on the way there that they're going to be staying at a castle because Colin's family owns several castles. And they're actually staying at the smallest of his castles, which is their (laughs) summer home. Can you imagine having a small castle? (laughs) That's literally like my dream in life is to have like a small castle. And first of all, this castle is not small. It is huge and gorgeous. When Tom gets there, Hannah is getting her hair done kind of as a preview for what it's going to look like for the wedding. And it is the most gaudy thing. It's just huge and it looks overdone and insane. And the bridesmaids are all like, oh my God, it looks amazing. Which listen, is what you're supposed to do. It's what you're supposed to do. I'm not sure I could bring myself to do it. If the bride loves it, you love it. That's the rule. If the bride seems hesitant and she asks you for your honest opinion, then you can tell her. But if the bride is like, oh my God, I love it, then you love it, period. That's it. That's the end no, of no, it. No, no, no. You're right. If the bride loves it, you love it. But she does seem hesitant. She does, yeah. She does seem unsure. And she asked Tom what he thinks. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> Yeah, even though the bridesmaids already told him, Tom, say you love it, you have to support her, and he still can't bring himself mm-hmm. to say it. You know what? Tom's Tom's the real one. I guess this is kind of a dress rehearsal because Colin's family, who are all kind of like Scottish royalty, they come and mm-hmm. tell them that there's this tradition before a wedding where basically they all dress like medieval times and then there's like there's like trials where the eligible bachelors compete to show they're worthy yeah and if the prospective groom doesn't win he doesn't get the girl i think this should be a part of every wedding i agree i you know what i want to redo my wedding so bad Um, to include all these things that I've learned over the years. If my fiance can't toss a tree trunk across the field, I don't want it. The Highland Games, you know, begin. Everyone gets into costume and Tom is like, you know what? I'm going to beat him and then I can get the girl. Right. Um, Which, first of all, sweet, sweet, sweet Tom. Yeah. My little cinnamon roll. Listen, (laughs) I'm not saying that Patrick Dempsey is lacking on the muscles or anything. I'm just saying that comparatively, Colin is buff buff. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's obvious it's not going to go well, but Tom, bless his heart, he tries his hardest. And at first, he's doing pretty good. They're all the same challenges. They're basically throwing heavy shit. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Who could throw heavy shit the highest, farthest? (laughs) Um, There is tug of war. Okay. (laughs) Who can pull heavy shit? Yeah. Yeah. Who can pull heavy shit? So it's mostly just a competition of various ways to manhandle heavy shit. Right. Tom is doing pretty good until it comes to the point where he has to toss a tree trunk, which is wild to me that you could even lift a tree trunk. But Colin does it with no issues. He tosses Mm -hmm. that tree trunk across the yard. Can you imagine (laughs) Colin's glutes? Like, (laughs) honestly, like, his form is impeccable. Can you imagine the type of glute muscles it's right. going to take to right. lift? Yeah. Anyways, moving away from Kevin McKidd's ass muscles. Why? Um, Why must we? <laughs> you know, we can we can linger here. I listen. I don't mind. 
now it's Patrick Dempsey's turn. Now it's Tom's turn. Right. And Tom is struggling. Tom doesn't have the form. Tom, all that New York walking mm-hmm. is not preparing Tom's glutes no. for what must be done. No, he manages to pick up the tree trunk, but he can't throw it. And it mm-hmm. actually falls backward onto the parking lot and destroys a car. And uh, yeah. we never hear anything else about it. Just someone's vintage-looking car gets completely destroyed. Yeah, and the announcer that's kind of like commentating the Highland Games is like, that's going to cost the yank. <laughs> yeah. So Colin obviously wins the Highland Games. So after the games, they have dinner in this castle. And it's such a, my God, it is such a beautiful hall this long table. I mean, I'm just, I'm in love with the decor. It's that decorative, what do you call it? Castle chic. You <laughs> castle, know? castle chic. <laughs> it's kind of like whimsical and like sort of like a dark way. Dark academia. <laughs> I think it's very dark academia. Yeah. During this dinner, Colin's mom is sitting next to Hannah. And uh-huh. as Hannah is eating, Colin's mom is like, oh my gosh, do you know Colin killed that deer himself? Hannah, who is not a big meat eater to begin with. I right. mean, she might have actually been a vegetarian before she met Colin. Yeah. Um, she's like, oh, that's great. The mom is like, I have a video of it. Yeah. And she like sh- makes Hannah watch it while she's eating. Mama's like, Actually, everything on this table was killed by Colin. Yeah, he went out there and he he hunted all of the meat that's on the table. And I think yeah. in I think in some circles that is like the epitome of masculinity. Yeah. They bring out dessert and Tom and Hannah have always each ordered different things and then shared just took mm-hmm. bites of each other's cake. Yeah. Hannah goes over to take a bite of Colin's chocolate mousse pie. She's like, I love chocolate. And he goes, don't do that. Like he gets really serious. <laughs> he does. He's like, he goes, if you want a piece, I'll just give it to you. So he cuts off like a quarter of an inch of a piece. It's like yeah. barely like a nibble yeah. and puts it on a separate plate. And he's like, there you go. <laughs> he kissed her the tiniest piece. Red flag. <laughs> That's a red Listen, flag. <laughs> if we can't order different things and then go have these, what's the point of this marriage? Right. It's it's doomed to begin with. This is literally for me the o- one of the only mm-hmm. red flags I see. But it's enough with Colin. It's, it's enough. En- <laughs> I can't just get a bite of your pie. You have to put it on a separate plate. And it's the kind of red flag that is not innocuous. Like it's gonna come up a lot. You know. So Hannah's looking kind of uncomfortable after this dinner. And Tom tries to take her somewhere so they can talk. But Mm -hmm. as he's trying to pull her away, Colin begins a performance. He's playing the bagpipes. And listen, it's a cultural thing, obviously, to Scotland. But the bagpipes, the sound of it, I don't love. It's my least favorite instrument. I don't mind them, probably. I'm not saying I would never. But probably not going to be attending any bagpipe concerts. Yes. (laughs) Listen, if Taylor Swift pulls out a bagpipe in the middle of her Midnight's concert that we're going to, I'm going to drop it like it's hot. Like, I'm going to shake my butt. But under any other circumstances, I don't want to hear a bagpipe playing. Rose will only listen to bagpipes if Taylor Swift is playing them. Facts. You know what? Like, if I saw somebody on the street playing them, I'd probably stop and listen. I don't know. I don't mind them. I would say, how much money for you to stop? (laughs) 
(laughs) And then she would leave. Yeah. That night, Hannah's mom comes into her room and kind of gives her a wedding gift. It is a photo album. Mm -hmm. It's for Hannah to feel closer to New York since she's moving to Scotland. Yeah. And this is the first time that we learned that Hannah's dad passed away at some point in the last few years. And so Mm -hmm. as Hannah is flipping through this photo album, it has pictures of her when she was little with her dad. And Hannah says, I wish dad could be here because I think he was always worried I would never meet someone. And mom's like, no, he didn't. He was always convinced you would end up with Tom. Right. And this was kind of, you could see this kind of rattled Hannah a little bit. And Tom is in that album because, I mean, they've been friends for 10 years. 10 years is a long time. So they've been part of each other's lives. Mm -hmm. For a long time. Like you said, this kind of rattles Hannah. I think this is the first time that Hannah has sort of like got the thought in her head of what if when Mm -hmm. it comes to her and Tom. Tom goes to find Hannah and he asks her to go for a walk. And they Mm -hmm. do. They go for a walk and it's beautiful scenery. Obviously, it's Scotland. And she's talking about writing her vows and how she's having kind of a hard time. Yeah, What Tom is doing is confessing his feelings to Hannah. It's such a cowardice thing because he is using this opportunity to vocalize how he feels about her, but pretending that he's helping her with her vows. Yeah. And the first go at it he gives her, she turns around and she's like, that is so generic. Absolutely not. He says, I'm crazy about you. I think about you all the time. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And she's like, uh, cheesy, generic. No. Can you imagine you're like finally expressing your feelings and someone's like, boring. (laughs) Yeah. And he's just like, okay. How about this? You are my best friend. No one makes me laugh like you do. He gives a little more heart into it. And he's holding her hand and staring at her into the eyes. It's hitting. You could see that it's hitting. Mm -hmm. Hannah's eyes kind of glaze over for half a second. But of course, they're interrupted. Because plot. Because plot. Yeah. So the bridesmaids, her mom, Nana all come running down the hill towards the water, banging pots and pans and screaming. And it is for a Scottish tradition called the taking out. She has a pot full of salt. They put like the shawl over her shoulders. They put a hat on her and she's going to go around to all the local bars and pubs and people give her change in exchange for kisses. And then they just get really drunk. It's really interesting. So she has to go around kissing all these random dudes. And I mean, Uh it's just like a peck, but still you're kissing all these random dudes. And this is tradition. So Hannah's doing that. And it seems like she's having a great time. She's getting kind of tipsy. And then when it gets to Tom, she kisses him on the cheek, which was such a disappointment for me. Uh huh. And then their eyes lock. Mm -hmm. And then he goes in. He kisses her on the lips. He pulls away and then he goes back for more and then she goes in for more. It is not a peck the way it was for the Mm -hmm. other guys. This is a full-blown makeout session. They are getting hot and heavy. It is a very intimate sexy kiss. Lots of chemistry. That bar is about to explode. And Hannah's mom sees it. She's in the corner and she's just like, oh, I did not. Nope. I saw nothing. I am blind. No, you know what? No, Hannah's mom has it right. She didn't see nothing. She didn't hear nothing. She doesn't know nothing. Hannah's mom's like, I'm not a snitch. So obviously, this kiss really kind of muddled with Hannah's mind, you know? Mm -hmm. She doesn't doesn't know what's going on. She's pacing her room after they get home from the taking out. 
Meanwhile, Tom's upstairs pacing his room too. Yeah. And then Hannah decides she's going to go talk to Tom. Hannah heads to Tom's room. And unfortunately, right around this time, one of the bridesmaids, the one that Tom has a history with, she storms uh-huh. into Tom's room and she's like, takes off a coat. She's in her lingerie and she's like, I need you to service me. And Tom is like, Jesus Christ, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> and she's she is clearly wasted. The whole time, Tom's like, you need to leave. Put your put your coat back on. Get off me. Like she is sexually assaulting him. At no, this point. she is 100% assaulting him. Just jumping on him, not taking no for an answer. Not okay. <laughs> Tom is telling the bridesmaid to shh, be quiet Right around the time that Hannah walks up to the partially open door, Tom and Hannah lock eyes and then Tom just like donkey kicks her, the bridesmaid, off the bed (laughs) onto the floor. Yeah. Uh, So we all know what this looks like for Hannah. So Hannah storms off. She's upset because, of course, here's Tom seemingly being a hoe again. Tom runs after her and he says, please tell me, why did you come to my room? What were you going to say? She said, I was going to talk to you about that kiss. Like, what are you doing? Like, how could you do this? Tom says, please don't marry him. And obviously, like, Hannah's so confused right now. The wedding is tomorrow, my dude. Yeah, like, your timing is shit. Like, I get that he only had two weeks, but he had two weeks. And he... You had 10 years. (laughs) Right. He had 10 years and two weeks. But she says, how could you do this? Like after all this time and now that I'm Mm -hmm. happy and I met someone, Hannah looks at him in the eyeballs and she says, I need someone who will always be there. I need someone who I can trust. Mm -hmm. She says, I am marrying Colin tomorrow. At that point, Tom decides that he can't be there for the wedding. You can't quit the day before. It doesn't work like that. No, um, my wedding is tomorrow. Whatever feelings you're having right now, I need you (laughs) to squash them deep down inside where they normally are. Put them in that little drawer where you kept the feelings you had for me for 10 years. Well, the next morning, Hannah is watching out the window as Tom gets in a cab to leave. And poor clueless Colin, who up to this point, we have to understand, Colin has witnessed this woman that he loves having this straight male best friend Mm -hmm. um, who is the maid of honor. And now this, this straight male best friend is storming out and leaving and Colin is so clueless. And he's just like, oh, I'm so sorry you guys you guys fought, honey. Like, he's so sweet, but so stupid. Yeah. And Hannah tells Colin, he's my best friend. He's just afraid of losing me. It's time for the wedding. On the way to the wedding venue, which they have to take a ferry, Hannah looks so sad. She does not look like a woman who's about ready to marry the love of her life. Who has a third leg. She just, you can tell she's really thinking about what happened with her and Tom. Mm-hmm. And I think she's starting to have some second thoughts. As Hannah is on the ferry going across the lake or whatever to the wedding venue, Tom is in a car riding away and he changes his mind. He decides he has to go back. So he makes the driver turn around. But by mm-hmm. the time he gets there, he missed the ferry and there's no other yeah. ferry. No. And he is like begging the guy. He was like, how else do I get there? And they're like, well, you can drive, but that's going to take an hour and a half. And you can walk, but that's going to take a while. And then, of course, Tom sees a truck with a horse and a trailer. And he's like, I will steal this person's horse. (laughs) He's like, thanks so much. How many people just know how to ride a horse? I think everyone 
who has ever found themselves in a romantic comedy or romantic film of any kind, mm-hmm. they're all equestrians. It's just a basic rule of thumb. If you know how to love, you know how to ride a horse. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> Do we even know what real love is? <laughs> Me, who's allergic to horses. <laughs> uh, Tom is racing this horse and Hannah is walking down the aisle of the church looking like it's a freaking funeral. She looks so miserable. Looks like Anne Boleyn going to the butcher block. I know. And it gets to the part of the wedding where Mm -hmm. the reverend says, if any man sees a reason why these two shouldn't wed, speak now or forever hold your peace. Yeah. And with perfect timing, the horse bucks Tom off of it over a gate straight through the doors of the church. Dude, Tom lands in the middle of the church aisle and he's unconscious for a good like minute and a half. (laughs) Yeah, he lands face first. He lands with his face. (laughs) Yeah, which he deserves it. Hannah runs up to him and she's like, oh my God, are you okay? When he finally wakes up, his first words to her are, your hair looks awful. (laughs) Yeah, he says your hair looks awful. That sash, because she has like the tartan sash. He's like, that is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like he just starts criticizing stuff about our wedding. I know. Like, uh, this is not the vibe. But he also confesses his love. And Hannah says, you're the worst maid of honor, which, you know, fair. Fair. Then they kiss. They are surrounded by Colin's family and friends. This is mm-hmm. so messed up. I feel like this is so embarrassing for Colin. He doesn't deserve mm-hmm. this. Can you take your little show of love somewhere else? You know, can you go confess your love somewhere else? Yeah. Well, and see Colin being the regal duke he is and all the green flags. He's really calm about it. Colin asks Hannah, do you love him? You know, like, is he going to make you happy? And she says yes. And he's like, okay. Then he punches Tom in the face, which again, I I say fair. (laughs) Right. It's the appropriate reaction you know what, Colin did not deserve this and Tom deserved to be knocked out. You know what, Kevin McKidd just plays characters that have horrible luck and love. Courtney, if you're constantly having bad luck at love, it's because you are making bad choices at love. <laughs> like you you can only be the victim so many times before you have to look in the mirror and be like, is this trauma? Am I choosing the wrong person because of my trauma? <laughs> are these... Mommy issues? Are these mommy issues? (laughs) Almost immediately, the next scene is Tom Mm -hmm. and Hannah's getting married in the city. On a rooftop? On a rooftop, which you know how I feel about rooftops that look out onto a city at night. I really, I hope for you that you can renew your vows one day and have a little New York rooftop wedding. Thank you. That's I want that for you. That's really sweet. I find it mortifying the idea of standing in front of everyone I know, holding mm-hmm. hands with my husband, looking at him in the eyes and telling him how much I love him. I just feel like people are going to snicker in the audience, mm-hmm. like my sister's <laughs> going to start snickering. It just feels so like confessing love and doing it in front of people and like public displays of like emotion. That's that's my trauma. But anyway, do you think they're going to last? Oh, Yeah. You do. I feel like since it took them so long to get together, it's going to last because 
I've heard this thing. I think we've talked about it before that men marry the woman that's in front of them when they're ready. Tom has so many other women in front of him that he could have married. Right. He pursued her. Right. You know? Yeah. I feel like I feel like he's really ready. You might be right. It's just hard for me when the options were Colin or Tom, when the options were a Scottish duke, you know, who was going to move you into his castle mm-hmm. or Tom, who the inventor of coffee color. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know. Colin is just one big green flag. Except, you know, except for the whole dessert situation thing. Yeah. And Tom is a lot of red flags. But the sexy kind of red flags. The sexy kind. Okay. Um, Well, the teapot is empty for today. Don't worry, more is brewing it on the way. We'll be back next week with a new episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.